back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. the ticket water cooler on 93.7 the ticket and we are fearful we're fearful that nebraska season might be coming to an end they ruled no touch um oregon currently on a 6-0 scoring run up 12 to 4 if nebraska wants to win this they gotta go on a large run uh and they gotta do it now this is (laughs) not 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 the time for uh not the time to mess around it seems to me and and nick kind of made the same assumption as nick joins us in the studio right now, it looks as if Nebraska is is trying too hard. Hmm. They're they're you know they're straining, they're pressing. stressing, and they're 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 pressing themselves, trying to get these points, trying to avoid the block while getting touches, and uh, unfortunately, it's resulting in a lot of attacking errors. And Oregon up thirteen to four right now. Wow, it's uh so if it, and I'll maybe we'll wait for the finality um really to put a a, a finishing touch on the season here in a second. Uh, first, let's welcome in Nick Sainert, of course, of the Happy Hour, uh, which is coming up next. It's time for the crossover. Nick, we'll get your thoughts here on that on volleyball. We'll also get Rico's thoughts on volleyball here in a second. But I want to get your initial thoughts on Jeff Sims, the Georgia Tech quarterback, uh, now uh, visiting Nebraska this weekend. It's a big weekend altogether, but. I did not expect to see a transfer quarterback, much less a starting transfer quarterback, uh, visiting this week. And, of course, having not heard any news out of the Casey Thompson camp quite yet. So uh, what are kind of your initial thoughts on Jeff Sims, the Georgia Tech starter, transfer quarterback, in now in coming in Lincoln this weekend? Yeah, I was surprised to see, number one, like you said, Bach, a quarterback come uh, and visit while we still don't know what's going on with Casey Thompson. Um, I- I'm also kind of surprised that a dual threat quarterback is visiting um because if you look at the way that uh Marcus Satterfield runs his offense has ran his offense and also the way that Matt Rule has ran his offense at previous stops it has not involved a dual threat quarterback so like Charlie Brewer was not a dual threat guy um Spencer Rattler I suppose could be considered a dual threat guy but um, the way that I mean, he, they use a lot of two tight ends, and they at South Carolina this last season under Satterfield and things like that. So I, I was surprised to see a dual threat, um, and like you said, I, I'm surprised that when we still don't know the decision of Casey Thompson, I actually thought the doors seemed like it opened up a little bit for Casey Thompson and the possibility of him returning because of just kind of things that we had heard and and been told about how Casey Thompson feels about how Matt Rule's characteristic matches up with his kind of character and his his the the way he operates as well as a quarterback. So I I would still I was shocked to see that but I know also there's it's a big recruiting weekend this week, and there's a yeah. lot of visits coming down the road. Yeah, and uh, if you remember Casey Thompson, too, when he did make his official visit, or not his official visit, when he was, was visiting with Matt Rule those first few days, um, he did kind of say, you know, we wanted to see what kind of what happened uh, with Mickey Joseph. Now, obviously, since then, 
that's out of the equation. So yeah. um, you just kind of wonder how all that factors in, maybe still um, looking uh, and, and seeing kind of what they do as a staff. Um, but Rico said this, and I think this is probably the closest to what's going on there, is they if Casey's not giving him a, a firm answer right now, they, they don't want to be – they don't want to, you know, two weeks yeah. from now, Casey telling me, yeah, I'm going to try out the NFL, and then they're kind of empty-handed, haven't made any inroads on anybody. Yeah, the, the wait-and-see approach. Well, I'm surprised we haven't heard anything either from some of Nebraska's backup quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Um, last year, we, we were expecting, I think there was some thought that Logan Smothers might exit, and, and then he ended up sticking around. He ended up saying that he wants to stick around and, and be at Nebraska, which I think would probably be the best fit for Logan Smothers right now. Um, is is to stick around. I, I'm curious to see what like Chubba Purdy, what what happens with Chubba because he was the hand picked guy by Mark Whipple, and now Mark Whipple's not here, yeah. and we saw the lack of, I mean, lack of uh, of of play and productivity when Chubba Purdy got in, and what mm-hmm. the offense. I mean, how bad the offense dropped off when, frankly, either Chubba Purdy or Logan Smothers got into the game. Um, and that's what somebody said on the text line was, why are we surprised when the the quarterback play after Casey Thompson was so bad? That what's crazy, Jeff Sims is a starting quarterback. Mm. He, he's not going somewhere to not be the starter. And that's the case with a lot of these quarterbacks. Is it, It's very rare unless you go get a guy like Chubba Purdy that played in two games in garbage time at Florida State and has four, three or four years of eligibility left that they're okay with being a backup when they go into the transfer portal. That's, that's rarely the case. A lot of the, a lot of times um, the case is we're going somewhere to transfer. Or we're transferring somewhere to be the starting quarterback. Um, but, I mean, you're right. They, Nebraska can't take the wait-and-see approach with Casey Thompson or their quarterback room because you don't want to sit there next year and I don't think Husker fans would feel all that confident going into the next season without Casey Thompson and Matt Rule and company wasn't able to get a start a quarterback out of the portal because you're like oh crap we waited we banked on Casey Thompson returning mm-hmm. but now that he's not here we have to go with Chubba Purdy or we have to go with Logan Smothers or yeah. Richard Torres you to go or best of the rest William Pop Watson if he stays in the class like yikes. do you think he stays well, I'm he hasn't made any announcements yet. Yeah, he's I'm, I'm he's definitely a Whipple recruit. The, uh, the and the coaches haven't. It's it's you know sometimes coaches yeah you know take the, scholarship offers away, but uh, the signing day is in 13 days. December 21st is when it opens up. A week from tomorrow. No, two weeks from tomorrow. It, it's a Wednesday. Is it? Yeah. Oh, December 21st. It was, okay. It mm-hmm. is. It is four days before Christmas. Which is early signing day is on uh, the 21st. Um, which would be 12 days from tomorrow. Okay. So anyway, uh, it's just, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen. I just think uh, Nebraska's in, – I, I'm intrigued to see who returns. I'm not, I wasn't surprised to see Yant enter the portal. He, yeah. he sent out that message, you know, thanking Nebraska. It's been real or whatever. At right at like three or five minutes after the Iowa game ended, um, he, he sent that out on Twitter. So I wasn't surprised to see that. It, that he's just kind of one of those guys that – just got lost in it. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he had that one big game against Northwestern, but then you had there was some off the field stuff. I want to say with with Jacques Yant, um, and, and I just think that there was better talent in the room. Like if you look at you brought in Anthony Grant, who was the number one JUCO running back last year, and that's going to be your starter. Yeah. And then you have Gabe Irvin, who won the job as a freshman, a true freshman, and then he got injured. You also have A.J. Allen, who was like one of TCU's best recruits. He was a high four-star running back coming out of high school that your new running back coach picked on his own um, and, and that he came to Nebraska only because of your running back coach. 
And then you also have your your returning leading rusher in your room as well in Ramir Johnson. So, like, I wasn't surprised necessarily to see Jacques Yant's level of, like, production. Like, just volume. Like, volume of carries and the amount and how often we saw him. I, I wasn't surprised to not see him that often this year. Which, which yes, is it a bummer? I, I'm, yes, because he has nice, he has the guy's body type. He has a good, like, frame and everything. But it was also like you had you ran into issues with knowing the plays, and you ran into issues on like awareness when he was in the game, and and it just kind of it, it kind of just bummed you out because Nebraska got lucky to get him because of, of some academic issues they allowed or they were able to get him as a walk on. Yeah. I mean, like if if he has good academics out of high school, he's not coming to Nebraska. No, he's he, he's somewhere. not. He's somewhere else under scholarship, but he had some academic issues coming out of high school. So Nebraska was able to grab him as a walk on late in the class. And then Nebraska was able to honor him a scholarship and credit to frost and company for sticking with him through that. And, and the, you know, the, the compliant or not compliance, but the academic staff for, for getting everything sorted out. But I wasn't surprised to see that because you're going to have guys that get lost in the shuffle every year. All right. One final thing as we wrap it up is, is the volleyball it is, yeah. it is over. It is over. Nebraska final? went on a run. They oh, they were down uh, fourteen to six. They got all the way up to eleven. Oregon mm. got the final kill. Oregon wins in five sets, three sets to two, uh, fifteen to eleven in the fifth set. Oregon moves on to the regional final to face the winner of Louisville and Baylor, who play thirty minutes after this match is over. Uh, and if you could put just kind of a wrapping up the season, I know it's it's right afterwards, but what, it's what are your been kind of a, it's overall? been a roller coaster ride of a season. There's been highs and lows, and really, I, I mean, who knows where this season ends if, if Kenzie Knuckles doesn't get a, a freak mm-hmm. injury? Who knows? You know, Nebraska maybe gets a one seed if if she doesn't get hurt and Nicklin Hames isn't sick for the 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 final game against Minnesota. I mean, you, I don't know, man. It's it's a season filled with highs and lows. You've had people break out people, you know, missing games. Nicklin wasn't even supposed to be a setter, but they ran into some issues with, with Kennedy or and Evans. Uh, so Nicklin stepped back into the setter role after being a four year starter at setter. Um, it's been weird, man. It's, yeah. it's been a very weird season. Still a successful season. Even if it doesn't end up in a Final Four or a championship for Nebraska, they got all the way to the regional final. They were a regional semifinal. They were a two seed in the NCAA tournament. Still a successful season for John Cook. Now it's just time to reload and get ready for next year. With another top recruiting class. Another top oh, yeah. recruiting class. Yeah, it's uh, it, it you know Nebraska volleyball is just one of those uh, programs that uh, you know you still. Their success may be measured against them to a degree at times. You might not think this is the greatest season because they're not a Final Four team. Well, how great would that be to be, the, you know, a failure season at that for one. Alabama football. Right. But here they are at 11-2. <laughs> it's that type of deal. But uh, either way, congrats to the girls. A lot of, uh, a lot of you know, some of the outgoing seniors, just great careers. And, uh, and obviously hats off to them for their work that they did for Nebraska and on the court this year. That'll wrap it up for the Ticket Water Cooler Happy Hour with these guys coming up right after these messages on 90. 93.7 The Ticket.